that long day behind you Good times lie ahead With company worth keeping That'll bash a smile on your head Come on in, the doors open You'll find just the finest folks here Pull up a chair, grab a drink And let our stories your ear Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern Here you're always welcome The talk, talk, talk the tavern Promising beer and bed love The talk Madison, then some to talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Welcome to the tavern. We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment. Just want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor, and in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear, and we laugh at things we probably shouldn't, but we do it together. For those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. Hey everyone, I'm Travis. Don't forget to check out those series of books. Portals has got some new covers out there. They are fantastic, and they make me want to read the books, and I wrote the damn thing. So check those out. Mm-hmm. My vices tonight is I got a big old fat, brown, thick, hot... I'm not at your house. <laughs> cigar to sleep in my mouth. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. And I need help choosing my vices. Um, I've got uh, some some testers here of Bushmills Black Bush, Bushmills Red Bush, and Gentleman Jack that I've been meaning to test for a while, and I'm going to do them on the next couple episodes. Can I get some input on this one? What do you guys think? Red Bush, Black Bush, Gentleman Jack. Go for the Red Bush, man. It's sweeter. <laughs> Andrea, what's your experience on that? I don't know. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Andrea in the chat here. I have my vices knitting because, you know, that's me. And I am not partaking in alcohol, but I have found this new soda. It's called Fit Soda Bubbles with Benefits. This one is root beer and vanilla flute. So it's like mm. soda, but no sugar, got protein and good stuff. What about you, Ed? I am, I'm here. Hey, everybody. Uh, my vice tonight is Miomi Pinot Noir. Delightful chilled or with the family. I don't know. That felt like a commercial moment. What's everybody in chat vicing on tonight? And by the way, this one yeah. here, this is Red Bush is two way fucking tiny print for me to fucking read. I don't know. That's to use the old phone trick. Yeah, use your phone camera. Duh. And then make it bigger. Okay, it's matured in bourbon casks. Yeah, not giving much info here. And I don't feel like looking. Maria's at- vice is water because she's being responsible. It just sounds boring. <laughs> it's great. 
and, yeah, and I'm, I tried Maria. Yeah, you did good at it. Um, <clears throat> I'm drinking this out of my Bowman's Brothers little taster from when we went to the distillery on my birthday. So we need an opening toast, don't we? We do. Open it up. <laughs> Sweet. Zach says, my vice, I'm listening on my headset while at work, so I'm being paid to have fun. Yeah. Here's the opening toast. Considering the topics we're going to be discussing over the next 45 minutes to an hour, uh, here's to keeping those folks you appreciate and respect close by and all the benefits that brings. Because we're going to talk about some dumb shit tonight. Oh, that's like almost no bite at all. Not a lot of flavor either. It's not bad or anything. It's just very light. Okay, so let's look at tonight's topics. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, the Freedom Convoy thing was going on in Ottawa. And we almost did a show on it. And then we kind of scrapped it at the last minute because here in the tavern we tend to just avoid politics. And when you talk about something like that, there's going to be a there's going to be political talk. That's all there is to it. And now they're coming to DC, and that's not what this show is about. There's the January sixth Capitol brouhaha from last year. Shit, two years ago? I don't know when the fuck was it. It's a since like 2019, it's all been like three months. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but this is going to date this episode. So here's what I'm going to tell you guys. It's February 24th, 2022. We don't usually throw the dates in it, but I feel like it's important on this one. Last night, about 10 p.m., I was doing my live stream as I'm working on one of books. And one of my viewers, Marlene, is like, Russia just entered Afghanistan. The Ukraine. The Ukraine. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I really feel like I should go back and delete that whole thing. You, you, you time warped. You went back in time. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it, yeah, Ukraine. Um, attacked three major cities, tanks rolling down the highways in a convoy. Um, from what I understand at this point in time, they've taken Chernobyl. Um, so this is a big step that's been foreshadowed, announced, pointed at, suggested for months. And now it's happened. And of course, mm -hmm. the world is reacting. U.S., U.K., Japan, a few others are throwing up sanctions against Russia and waving fingers. Gas and oil prices are already shooting up and everything else that follows yep. those. Um Here's a fun fact I'd like to say. Whether you like the seated president or not, remember, he didn't start the war. So when gas prices are a buck fifty more in three months, if you're going to say thanks, Biden, at least put your tongue in your cheek. Because it's not like he... The fucking world economy. Um, blame him for the other shit. There you go. Like where gas prices were before the war. Blame me for that. Hmm. Um, there we go. Maria says, great. Now we didn't start the fire stuck in my head. Um, 
Great. Now it's stuck in mind too. Thank you. But even that, Ed, you know, this is where we get into politics. And by the way, you guys will notice on, on Talk of the Tavern, whether we agree or not, we have a discussion that we move the fuck on. Um, <laughs> even with that, Ed, you could look at the, you know, the trucking stuff and the pipeline hacks and the rise in minimum wage, but the wage surrounding minimum wage and where minimum wage will be going. People have been raising prices across the board for everything. You know, so there's potentially reasons or not. But Afghanistan, Ed, you brought Afghanistan. There I am. I'm not wanting to go attack the Ukraine. You're time warping, man. You are just time warping. I am just uh, just against it. I need to drink more so I could stay in the current news. Um, Ed, you wanted to talk about something you noticed going on in the Ukraine in addition. Yeah, I... It's social media today. I should have saved some of it to post so you guys could see what other dumbasses were doing around the world. And I've often wondered, we see everybody's got a video camera in their hand today. Almost everyone. Six-year-olds do. Mm-hmm. And I've often wondered when I see somebody videoing some things, it's like, instead of standing there videotaping, why don't you get more involved? However, this morning, I was wondering... You're standing there, you're videotaping rockets and helicopters and airplanes going over your head and bombing shit. Why aren't you getting less involved and getting the fuck out of there? How stupid are we? As a species, I think we're kind of limitless. (laughs) Andrew, what are your thoughts? (laughs) Well, on this... (laughs) <laughs> what the hell are you, you can always tangent into something else you know how it goes with the videotaping things I, I I have no words because there'll be like someone getting beat up or anything it's like people would rather watch than take care of themselves or help I, I can't you can be the first to post that so I can get a lot of hits yeah, yeah what the hell yeah, I, I don't want to comment on this. <clears throat> I'm going to read some comments, and then I'm going to uh, throw my own two cents into this. Amber, <clears throat> good to see you, by the way. Here's to your face. Amber's yes, craft I'll says, face. there we go, says, minimum wage hasn't changed in Texas in the 15 years. I've been gone, LOL. <clears throat> and Maria says, as species, I often wonder how humanity made it this far. Marlene Mm. says, well, many people living in other places of the world have gotten used to living with the sounds of war. Marlene, I could be wrong on this, but I think people used to living with the sounds of war don't run into the street with their camera. They get to the basement. They get someplace safer. And my first instinct is to leave the country, if at all possible. And I realize that it's easy to say when you've got a house full of all your things. You know, your pets, your family, your important mementos, the things that you've taken a lifetime to build. But, yeah, I'm not one. Then again, Ed, I get it. If, If there's a great lightning storm, if I see a tornado, I reach for my camera. Now, that's a tornado. Tornadoes are random, and my thoughts on this is 
tornado's going to get you. It's going to get your ass. Whether you dodge left or dodge right, it's going to randomly dodge that direction or not. Whereas somebody with a gun, they choose. They aim. They fire. Whether mm-hmm. that gun is handheld or machine-driven. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read a couple comments here. Regarding the human race, Amber says, Some of my customers I deal with every day make me wonder how they're even able to drive a car to my dealership. Hey, Amber, I got a great used car I need to trade in. Let me swing by. Oh, Amber says I'm a tornado chaser, so I can't say I'm too smart myself. Yeah, I just it's a beauty of nature. Um, hmm. Marlene says, and for Ukraine now, so far it's promised to stay on military target. So most civilians would assume safety for starts off. <clears throat> but this isn't the Ukraine. This is Russia coming in to the Ukraine. It's Ukraine citizens running out into the street with cameras. Which, you know what, Ed? I, I can get it like <clears throat> leaning from the top of a building and holding your phone over the edge and getting a shot of that. I can... I can understand some of the fascination. But you're saying they're just like, but when bombs are going off, it's different. Bombs are going off. Close or far away? Ed? Um, It was close. Uh, The one, one woman's footage, it was literally maybe two streets over. I'm sorry, I was reading the comments. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, and you can read that comment out loud if you like. Yeah, uh, it, it was actually Zach. I figure it. The threat is getting hit by a five hundred pound flying explosive. I guess inside or out is almost no difference. <laughs> Marlene ever or, or not Marlene? Marlene says, uh, but then on the other hand, not everyone can go hide, right? Many civilians mm-hmm. they now expect to arm up and fight. Somehow you got to make the mental switch. Maria says, Mm -hmm. but like, why film it then? Because if the bomb is going to kill you, it's also going to kill your phone. But if you're live (laughs) streaming it, Maria, there you go. You're good till you're dead. And then, you know, you're, yeah. (sighs) Your last words will be, I wonder how many hits I'm going to get on this. Just one big one. No, it, as a as a former military man, it was kind of cool because hey, it's bombs and shit going off. Right. So you right. know, I I appreciate what they put into it, but no. You imagine your last thought is something like, "It's not how it looks in the movies." <laughs> Andrew, Andrew. So I'm just thinking back, um, in other bombs and things like. Hiroshima. Do you think if people had phones and the social media like they did today, that they would stand out there and film that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just like... Yeah, whatever war we have, unless if it's in the wilderness, anything in a city or a settled area... We're going to have footage like we have never seen at any point in our history. It's the hard part is going to be 
finding that place where people can post it because things like this YouTube will yank down, FaceTube will yank down, FaceTube, mm. whatever. Um, FaceTube. Yeah. yeah. I'm, Face. I'm cool like them kids nowadays. <laughs> them FaceTube kids. Um, <clears throat> hey, Mooncloud, how are you? Um, Amber says, I kind of feel the same way watching it as a prior security forces officer. It's pretty in its ugliness. And Marlene said they had no clue what it was, so nobody would have understood what the bomb would do except for explode by itself. Yeah. Andrew? Would you like butter um, on that, sir? You can look at it this way, where it's kind of like when you post on social media, hey, you're going on vacation. Hey, I'm not home. Hey, I'm this and that. And then <laughs> someone's going to come and rob you. Mm. If too many people are doing this, it's not... You gotta think the other side is seeing this too, so they're seeing what's going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I don't. Okay, let me point this out. In times of war, the public, and I'm gonna say the general public as opposed to the American public, gets pissed <laughs> when our country's leaders or their country leaders, whatever country they is, don't reveal the full plan to the public on the evening news. <laughs> and there's always some guy sitting at the bar or the dinner table or at work going, are you guys idiots? Don't you realize we're not the only ones that watch our news? It's not like they don't have 50 people combing through every fucking news source we have, getting every little mm -hmm. bit of information just so they could disseminate the propaganda from the absolutely false news to the tidbits that are important. Um, and now with the internet... You think they did that before? Can you imagine? Okay, all these things, hacking accounts, uh, identity theft. Think about it in a time of war where they could track electronic messages between soldiers and the people they love and how easy it would be to glean just from little snippets left. Oh, there's 12 palm trees. Oh, we saw 13 tanks. And then five other bits of information fed into a computer, we now know where the tanks went by 13 trees with brown houses and loose mm -hmm. dogs in the street. It's incredible what you could put together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now we're going to grab our bell. We're going to take a quick break here, guys. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. While we were on break, Marlene says, well, Russia can basically say all they're going to do because Ukraine has no real way to block it. No, but the rest of the world does. Oh, they do Marlene. Yeah, not without help, as Maria says. <clears throat> but I don't think Russia is. Uh, basically, from what I understand, and I haven't had a chance. I've been, since this started... I haven't had a chance to sit down and comb through everything. But from what I understand, Russia basically went, all of you need to back off. We're doing our thing, and if you fuck with us, we're going to bring hell to your doorstep. Or something along those lines. That sound about right, Ed, from what you've... Mm. Am, am I mm -hmm. too far off? Okay. Making sure I'm just not... No. Um... 
No, Marlene, fun fact. Yeah, and Marlene's right. Go ahead and read it. Yeah. Good. Uh, no one else can get involved other than pushing materials across the border. Why can't and they get... it, It's true. Why not? Do you, do you want to... What you just said. Do we want a nuclear war right now? <clears throat> so, basically, any country could uh, invade another country and the rest of the world can't do anything about it because there's a nuclear bomb. Is that what I'm understanding? Not saying... Not, not saying... It shouldn't happen, but do you want one? <clears throat> well, I'm just wondering, can the U.S. go, like, invade Canada and Mexico now? And, uh, you know, China can just roll straight over India now, and nobody's going to do anything because there's a nuclear bomb somewhere? Mm -hmm. This is chaos. Yeah, it's the state we live in. Maria says, from what I've learned of the military force between Ukraine and Russia, it's a one-sided war. Yes, it's definitely. We're, a Cold War is a war without fighting, war without bombs and guns. Yeah. Um, it's more like espionage and, and bad PR, fake news, or real news when you don't want it out there, whatever. Now, let's see. Marlene says China and India wouldn't happen because, right, I, I was just throwing out examples there, Marlene. Right. Um, and Amber says, I think another country needs to step up help Ukraine instead of us. We just got out of war, so it wouldn't go over. Amber, the U.S. has been in a war ever since the last war. Whatever war just ended we're looking for three more to put our fingers in historically we have always been in other people's wars don't quote me on this but i think it's something like we've only had seven years of peace since the inception of the country yeah it is something like that yeah. um i know for my whole lifetime and matter of fact going back to my mother's lifetime yeah, no, it, it's... Point is, U.S. always finds a reason. Just because we showed up at the last minute in World War II, well, the non-literal last minute, doesn't mean we weren't doing a bunch of other stuff everywhere else, or even participating and supporting in small ways there. Ah, yes. Okay, Amber. Amber right. says, I know that, but I think everyone just expects us to always jump in and help first. Yes, I agree. Correct. Ed, you want to give your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely correct. I mean, well, we grew from a fledgling country to become a superpower. So, yes, we have always jumped in and helped. As Travis just said, we've always put our foot in somebody else's door over the years. Whether it was for expansion early on or for oil and greed now. Um, we always have, and that's what the world has come to expect from us. And let me make it clear. We love our country. Okay? Yeah. One of the greatest in the world. Other countries mm -hmm. are great in other ways. We're great in some ways. I'm just saying everybody could be a little great in different ways. But <clears throat> we also know human beings, and human beings run the government. So... We're not oblivious or blind trusting any government run by human beings. 
Once the aliens or AIs or our cats take over, then we may consider blind trust. But at this point in time, we did. Yeah. The cats will eat us. That's okay. It's, most of us are annoying anyway and deserve it. <laughs> um, Marlene says, yeah, Andrea? What? Oh, I thought you had something to say. Okay. Marlene said a few things. Marlene says if the U.S. steps in, Russia would probably do something unconsidered, a.k.a. drop something, anything across the ocean. Obviously, because only real forces in terms of equipment and people is U.S., China, Russia, and India, Japan. Uh, yeah, in the terms of equipment and people, but there's a few other countries out there that have nuclear armament and I don't know it's, any war is a big mess in my mind now the odds are this will end up just not being as big as a lot of people make it out to possibly become so what is it what what is it that Russia wants in the Ukraine? What resources are they going in there for? Anybody know? Probably oil. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Maria says... It's not just, Maria, we're going to wait for you to answer. She says it's not just about resources. So good. This is what I'm curious about. Let's get some different thoughts in here. Maria also says, I just wish we could kind of meld the good parts of everyone together, but humanity doesn't like peace. Marlene says, talking non-nuke options. If anyone starts a nuke, they will all, yeah, they all will across the Middle East. Yeah. Okay, Marlene says, though then it's doom in my mind. I don't see any scenario where we drop one nuke and it calms. Not anymore. Maria says they, and I'm guessing that means Russia, Russia, hate NATO. And when the Ukraine wanted to be part of NATO and are so close to the border, they were like, nope, too close. They just don't want potential NATO-aligned countries, they being Russia, got it. <clears throat> um, okay. Mm. Now, let's look at this. Andrea, you had something else that you wanted to talk about. Do you want to bring Before that? Before we go? Yeah, go ahead, Ed. Amber, great point. I think Putman just wants every country that used to be a part of the old Soviet Union um, he has made the comment before that they are still part of the original Russia. And he has indeed made that comment. And I kind of pseudo wondered that, but hey. Hey, Kitty, welcome to the party here in the tavern. We're recording the podcast and we're talking politics. It's horrible. We're hating it and we're cringing and we're spitting venom, but not at each other. It's always <laughs> nice. And Trying so to keep calm. Yeah, something like that. Trying not to roll our eyes and spit at people. 
Um, <clears throat> Zek says the Commonwealth, Germany, France might end up taking point on this. Um, and I'm, I'm just reading the other comments. So, Andrea, you posted a picture behind the scenes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that picture and your thoughts on it? Sure. Um, not for me. I, and this is before this whole thing started. So let me see if I can find. Hold on. I didn't know we were going to this real quick. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Let's see. I'm going to so, read a few more comments while she pulls it up and collects her thoughts then. Um, and then we're going to shift to this other topic here. Marlene says, German, Germany military is in shambles, so we better not try anything. Maria says, he's also been spreading all kinds of propaganda about the Ukraine people asking to be liberated. Hold on, things are scrolling, I'm sorry. Um, to be liberated. Back to Russia. Amber says, in... Uh, 137 Ukrainian soldiers killed and 317 injured. Marlene says, the back to Russia sentiment was true for the two regions, but now he's just going for all of it. Maria says, well, Putin did piss off the PM of Germany when he brought his large dogs with him, knowing she was scared of them. Okay. That's the end of the comments. What you got, Andrea? All right. So what she's holding up to the camera is a picture of nine presidents. And the one in the center is Biden with a mask on. And it says, not you in red letters. The rest of it reads out through nine or eight Republican presidents. Happy President's Day to such great U.S. presidents. And it has our last four or five Republican presidents. Good, Andrew. You're going to put it down. Um, as well as Lincoln, which, fun fact, Ed, back me up on this or argue this. Mm -hmm. Lincoln was Republican, but during Lincoln's era, Republican and Democratic views were pretty much 180 degrees reversed from what they are today. That's the theory. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, before you went on that, I had stuff to say. So, all right, here we go. This was a post put out by the GOP, the Grand Old Party. And basically, it was on President's Day, and it said, Happy President's Day to. Happy President's Day to everyone but you. And they singled out Biden. But when it says, Happy President's Day to such great U.S. presidents. And it had everybody. And then Biden in red, it said, not you. He's our current president. How childish is this? And this is like the verified account for the GOP. What does social media become? I mean, this is just, this is like middle school stuff. I don't understand. Well. What, was that a meow or a well, Ed? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it was a cat. But, and, so, and, I mean, even, go ahead. No, go on, Andrea. If you do not agree with the president, that's that's your, your right. That's your opinion. But to go on and do that, that's not right. You may not agree with everything, but come on, people. Come on, GOP. So it made me wonder. I'm like, okay, so if this was social media, and I see how now a lot of people are 
And it talks about it in the military where people have their card because they need a timeout. Because they can't handle it. Okay. Or people are having to quit their job or things because it's just too stressful. What is our country going to look like when that generation who needs breaks and everything is going to take over? What happens if there's a war or one of this generation becomes president and somebody says something like that about them? What is going to happen? It makes me wonder, where are we going to be in 20, 30 years? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Ed? I know you want to say something. Well, I, I, I don't think it's much different. And yes, everyone knows. Well, those of you that don't know, I am a moderate conservative. Mm -hmm. And I think there's been plenty of bullshit coming from both sides, mm -hmm. such as that. And I don't think it's much different either way. Um, it, going back and forth with Travis earlier today, I can't stand the term snowflake. It's just generally thrown at a certain... Oh, she didn't like what I said. She <laughs> Fucking snowflake. <laughs> just generally thrown at a certain group of people for not necessarily any good reason at all other than they disagreed with you so therefore they must be a snowflake go ahead travis see ed when you said this to me i was worried because i have used the term snowflake before but just yeah. like you just said it's never at a whole group of people it's at right. one person that is being overly sensitive and demanding extra attention or things because they need it more than anyone else or deserve it more than anyone else or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm like, snowflake. But mm -hmm. to throw it at a whole group, a whole generation, that's asinine. And right. also to it's clarify, asinine. with Andrea's thing about this coming from the GOP, she is not knocking GOP. She's knocking immature behavior in general in politics going, yeah, you could disagree with this guy. You can hate this guy. Fair play. But to put Don't out something like this, what is this? You know, mm -hmm. there's there's mm -hmm. better ways to, you know, you could have just done it without him in it at all. And that, the insult's still there, but now it's, you're, I don't know, high road insult? What is it? <laughs> well, and I, and I, I know that this has been going on forever because before social media, there was newspapers. There's mm -hmm. things like that, but I don't know. That just hit me on President's Day. What better time to uh, talk politics? Yeah, well. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and then we're going to come back and we're going to read the comments from the chat on this topic that we're digging into. So we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Um, let's get into some of these comments here in, in chat and see what's going on. So, uh, well, first of all, there's a bunch of cat emotes. That's awesome. Thank you guys for those. Marlene says, yeah, middle school <laughs> describes it well for U.S. level politics behavior. By the way, we're, we're only 30. We're 30 years away from fist fights and fucking Congress. You know, it's... It we already had true. that. This is true. Yeah, it wasn't. No, that. what he's saying was we had those thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, and and a hundred years ago, it was commonplace for people to get in scraps on the floor. It's it was yeah, rare. Yeah, pick up their cane and go yeah. at it. Um, Maria says up the creek without a paddle is where we're going to be in twenty years. Marlene says, "Nah, the new generation was always scary. Your parents thought the same about you, so nothing changes really." And then Maria's like, "Oh my good God, turning into my dad," and the cycle continues. <laughs> Kitty says the people who are for lack of a more polite phrase spineless will never make it as far as high elected office the pressure just getting elected will never be able to do it don't think so no, not let, true let me read a few more comments and then jump in on that Ed Marlene says also we know where the non-snowflakes Trump, Putin, etc, etc got us now um, Amber says there will always be those in power putting their own personal views as law. So childishness is past, current, and future, unfortunately. <laughs> Kitty says we need a good fist fight in Congress. And Maria says I'm fed up with they politics. They could. It's pay per view. Cane beatings. Okay. Uh, Maria, to be honest, I'm so fed up with politics and keeping up with who is saying what or doing what when it all comes down to everyone being a dick. Ed, your thoughts about the earlier comment? Well, I think that's a part of the problem with what's wrong in our country today. Too many spineless people have made it in politics. Not willing to make the tough decisions. Do you think spineless people have made it into politics or... That they've realized the value of kowtowing and bowing to popular opinion, which is trending in a very literal sense. From which makes week them to fucking week. spineless. It also makes them smart politicians. <laughs> no, but instead of working for the entire team yeah. of the country, mm -hmm. they work for popular opinion. That makes you fucking spineless. Which, three months later, could be the opposite of what it was, and it's, they exactly. shift their position again. Now, here's a exactly. fun fact. And this is my opinion, my experience. When Clinton was going up against Ross Perot and Bob Dole, I liked, and I, I, I'm registered independent, I'm very much a moderate, like Ed just said, I'm in the middle, and I'm looking at both sides going, you both have really good ideas, except you're both full of a ton of shit, too. <laughs> um, but I noticed Clinton always went with the popular opinion. He, he went with the wind, and it did him well for his political career. Bob oh, yeah, Dole, absolutely. Yeah, it, a fucking political genius in that sense. Um, Hell, I voted for him the first time around. <laughs> sucker. Um, mm-hmm. Bob Dole came out very strong, and this is what I believe, this is what I'm going to do. And those last three months, he totally shifted and started going with the poles and the wind. Perot, on the other hand, came out. Perot is like the, the 80s version of Trump. Come on, let's just face it. It's uh, But I like the idea of running the country as a business. So I listened, and then he bailed and came in at the last minute because his issues with the family we won't bother to go into the point is this is a long-standing trend well before clinton just going with the popular opinion because that mm -hmm. gets you the vote that gets you the power that gets you the influence that gets you the money mm -hmm. and we fall for it yes 
Yes. We have some good meaty comments in chat. Do either of you want to say anything before I start reading comments? Andrea? I'll go for it. Got anything? No? Okay. So Marlene says, I agree the spineless go far. Because if you just wave your opinion with the wind, it's easy to go far. If you've got real conviction and want to stand firm with something, you don't get elected because either not enough agree or you go crazy and have an aneurysm trying to defend it. I feel that. I really feel that. Sex says, I think the difference between my generation and the ones before is a lot of them use communism and socialism as a catch-all boogeyman and lose sight of the fascism part, <laughs> which they've been gravitating towards themselves. We'll get back to that, Zach. I think we could talk about that. Kitty says, I don't think the people in now are spineless. They're sellouts, which I think Ed is defining as spineless. Um, I said that. I'm, I'm adding to her opinion there. Going on, there's a difference. The sellouts can take it because they're going to catch hell no matter what they do, but it doesn't really bother them as long as their primary backers are on board. Absolutely. Um, you guys want to comment on that before I jump on communism, socialism, and fascism, where I'll say an yeah, opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree with what Mar Marlena said 100%. They go far because they sway back and forth with the wind. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's why they get where they're going. Yeah, but that's not what we need. And if all on both sides would give us what we really need, instead of trying to get elected, we all would be a whole lot better off. Yeah, yeah. And fun fact: being in the middle, there's quite often I, I see pros and cons of every president that steps into office. Um. I've long been crying for an infrastructure bill to rebuild our railroads and road systems for faster, more efficient, reasonably priced deliveries nationwide and beyond. Um, mm -hmm. But it's going to cost a ton of money. That's a given. But this mm -hmm. is a long-term investment in the country. On the right. other hand, there are things Trump did that were really good. Now, on a personal level, I don't have much nice to say about the guy. But on a professional level, there were some things put into place and put into play. But it was hard to see him over his grandstanding. Because he definitely liked the spotlight. Andrea, were you going to say something? I was just saying, yeah, with Trump, I, I think he was, he was a good business person. And... He did things that people didn't like, but he got the attention, and he didn't give a shit. He did what he was going to do. I mean, I didn't agree with all the social media crap he did, but, you know. He didn't back down. He just did what he wanted to do. Ed, any thoughts on that? Hmm. Kind of sounds like what I've been saying. Right. And this is fun fact. We all see things differently, but we can stand in the middle and look at each other and go, yeah, this is pretty fucking close to what I mean. Um, if you're not in it just for yourself, it's pretty easy to find common ground that you can agree on or work from. I, I would like to go back to Andrea's original beginning yeah. and the picture she posted. I mean, 
I've already said, and this is going to start a shitstorm, maybe. Hmm. Biden is a president. I, I understand what that mean writer was saying, creator was saying, because Biden as a president has been so disappointing to me that I've started to think that Ronald Reagan was a good president. That's saying a lot. It is. It is. <laughs> For you, yeah. It's, uh, uh, like I said, uh, infrastructure? That's all I've got here. <laughs> I love the infrastructure idea. I'm on that board. We, you know? we need it. The problem is a politicians get involved again. Right. They start throwing all kinds of other crap yeah. in the bill. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I, how does stripper vacation work into the infrastructure? Well, I'm riding that train. That's not what we meant, Bob. Put that down. <laughs> Swollen anyway. Um, so I'm going to scan the comments before reading here. Um, so give me just a moment here. Do, do, do. I'm going to generalize some comments here. And then we're going to probably wrap up this episode in a couple of minutes. There's a lot of talk about the two-party split, two-party vote. Mm -hmm. Now, here in the U.S., we have actually two major parties, three or four minor parties, and then a bazillion factions with 12 people in each of them. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it looks like Canada's about the same, and... Here's the deal. Whenever you have somebody who can make power, now power sometimes is money, power sometimes other things, um, they're going to make it ex as exclusive as they can. And oh, yeah. the two-party system is an old boys club in a literal and figurative sense. Okay? All they have to do is toss the ball back and forth between their two teams and they run the game. They never have to actually compete with any other. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they are two heads on the same coin. We're, we're not rolling a dice to see who runs the government. We're flipping a coin, and it's the same fucking coin. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And here's something else I say. I believe a lot of politicians actually get into politics for altruistic and good reasons. But you spend a few years, look at uh, Jesse Ventura, Jesse the Body Ventura, you spend a few years in the political machine and you realize you will fucking conform or you will die, as was mm -hmm. said earlier, of an aneurysm or just get washed away because you're actually standing for something. Right. Right. And long-term stance doesn't entertain anybody. It bores them and they move on. Um. So... Let's wrap up this topic and this episode. And uh, Can I comment real quick? Yeah, I've often, please do. What, what you just said, I've often said that to people in conversation. I think they all get in a room and they go, okay, you take the pro-gunners and I'll take the pro-abortions. You know, they just divide the country up between them and let's, let's watch these fools as, as, as we make them fight for who, we're, who they're going to elect. I, I, I often feel that way. I really do. I don't think any human has that much energy or foresight, but I think they hire a team of interns that do because they're hungry to get attention. 
So when somebody looks at this one person and goes, they did all that. Well, no. But they hired a group of people to spit it for them. Andrea, thoughts? I thought I gave my thoughts. Any new thoughts? Any wrap-up <laughs> thoughts? Any repeat thoughts? Nope. Carry on. Okay, guys. Let's wrap this up. And uh, we'll catch you really soon. Let me type this one thing out. And uh, get some outro music in here. There it is. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and everyone who supports the Tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You're the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the Tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night.